right, let's get to it. Welcome to a very special episode of Fan Speculation. If you guys were listening last week, you know that this day, today, is a big episode. Today was a very big episode, an episode that I've been teasing for a long time since the inception of this podcast. Today is my rewrite of Star Wars The Force Awakens. Now, this is going to be a one of three part little rewrite uh, as, as far as the movies go. Obviously, you're going to start with Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and the Rise of Skywalker. Now, uh, it's just me today. It is just me. Uh, I, as At the time of this recording, uh, I am preparing to go on vacation. So when this releases, I'll be on vacation. So that is why this episode is here. That is why we're not talking about the third episode of Marvel What If. Next week, we'll be back. and We'll be talking about episodes three and four of Marvel What If when Vinny and I are back together. But today, we'll be focusing on Star Wars. This is the, I think this is the first episode that we've ever, ever done here on the podcast where we have a full Star Wars dedicated episode. We'll have to wait and see how that goes off. This is uh, my first rewrite. So let's give a brief history of Disney and Star Wars. So uh, I believe it was 2012, 2013, maybe 2011, when Disney had bought uh, Star Wars, uh, Lucasfilms. Uh, George Lucas had sold his rights to Disney, and in time we had gotten... Star Wars The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, and The Rise of Skywalker, respectively. Or disrespectively, however you want to put it. So, there there was a lot of um, concern, there was a lot of uh, hype, there was a lot of excitement with how these movies were going to be portrayed and how we could do this. You know, it's like, well, is it kind of redundant considering that story kind of ended? Um, what would you even be doing like how could you make a better story or because i think you know a lot of people were thinking like well we're probably worried that disney isn't really going to get the whole vibe of star wars and that it could be really bad uh and for the most part uh it was it was really bad but i was hope I, when the force awakens first came out i was somebody who was very hopeful and i thought to myself uh, wow, this can actually be something pretty cool if if it's done right. Of course, if is the key word there. If it's done right. And for the most part, it wasn't. So, like I said, I was hopeful when Force Awakens came out. It did. It had, as we learned when certain decisions were made, it didn't work out in the long run. But I think the overall premise of the movie did have something there there was something there <clears throat> so a really good movie was there uh it just wasn't completely executed really well the pieces were there i just think certain things should have gone a certain direction um and you'll hear about what should what we should have had what we shouldn't have had in these movies um i'll give you a brief uh catch up as far as the disney star wars movies go we'll do a brief catch up of star wars the force awakens so the movie starts off, and you know we see Poe Dameron talking to an old man whose name I could not remember. Uh, by the way, don't don't get on my ass if I can't remember a lot of characters' names from these movies, especially ones that aren't the main cast. So please, don't get all pissed off at me. Um, Poe is trying to find; they're trying to find Luke Skywalker. Matt the Resistance is trying to find Matt Luke Skywalker. Uh, a stormtrooper known as FN two one eight seven. He is. Uh, he is struggling, and he appears he doesn't want to do the first, be in the First Order anymore. Him and Poe escape. They find Rey. They go to the Millennium Falcon. Uh, they discover 
that they find Han Solo and Chewbacca. Uh, this villain Kylo Ren uh, is the new Sith Lord. Uh, we learn that he is uh, Han and Leia's Leia's son, and the First Order is like the new Empire, and the Resistance is the new Rebellion trying to fight him, trying to fight them. Uh, they're on a planet called Jakku, uh, Finn and Finn and Ray, and they try and get off. They try and get off the planet, and then they have to go to a person named Maz Kanata, who will help them find BB-8, get them to the Resistance. Then the First Order finds them. Uh, a lights uh, race. Uh, Luke's old lightsaber gets called to Ray, and then Ray has visions in her head. Ooh, what's going on over here? And then you know the Resistance, the Resistance, and the First Order come and fight on that planet. They destroy the rebellion, and then uh, <laughs> then Ray gets captured. Saying that Ray is all they need, uh, they're heavily hinting that Ray is uh, strong with the Force. Um, Kylo Ren uh, is obsessed with Darth Vader. Th- there's a lot going on here, and you know it's it's a kind of a cut and paste thing of Force Awakens and well of of, uh, of a New Hope, and that's not that's a bad thing. You know they come in. Uh, they go in, they go to try and blow up the Starkiller base. You have the team on the planet, you have the team in the sky, uh, you know, leading over, and Ray is able to escape from the from the chain from the from the holding cell. Kylo Ren has hissy fits um, to the point where um, they're trying to plant explosives. Han sees Kylo Ren. They have a scene where uh, they have a scene. You know, uh, Han Solo dies. Uh, and then Finn and Rey fight him, and then they are able to defeat Kylo Ren, who are barely able to use a lightsaber, even though I have defended that theory a bunch of times, where Chewie hitting with a bowcaster, that is what weakened his state, but a lot of people don't give a fuck about that. Um, and then uh, Finn was unconscious, Rey went to go find Luke, and Luke Skywalker was just left on the top of a mountain. Um, again, there are good elements in this movie, and they are there, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to change the premise of the story. Certain characters are going to have different paths, and we're going to establish something. What I'm going to try, the main thing of this rewrite is, I'm going to try, and, well, I shouldn't say try. I shouldn't say try. Do or do not, there is no try. Hello there. Yeah, if you hear hello there, you hear Obi-Wan over there. Uh, so, what I'm going to do is, my attempt... See, I didn't say try, I said attempt. Uh, what my whole goal is, is to establish the new characters you're trying to establish, bring them forward, show how each one is an important piece to the character, try and bring something there for the nostalgia of, of with the older characters that we all know and love. I want to try and bring something in here. Again, I'm saying try. <laughs> I want to bring something in here with something that hardcore fans can love, casual fans can love, and just overall anybody can enjoy this story. So please sit back, relax, and enjoy my rewrite of Star Wars The Force Awakens. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. The galaxy is at an imbalance. From the ashes of the Empire rise the First Order and defy the the Republic to bring back the old way. The Resistance, led by Generals Luke and Leia Skywalker, will not bow to this new Empire and stand and fight for the Republic. Luke is tasked to take a pilot by the name of Poe Dameron and a droid named BB-8 to try and find some old friends to help in their efforts to fight the First Order. But as they try to enlist some new members to their ranks, they are being tracked down by the First Order led by the Sith Lord known 
as Kylo Ren. The first scene opens with an epic battle between the First Order and the Resistance. We see Poe fighting against uh, fighting against the stormtroopers, holding holding his own until he is outnumbered. Where Luke comes in and lays waste to every stormtrooper. Luke Skywalker just comes in and he is he's using the Force and throwing them everywhere. He's stabbing them, cutting their heads off. Luke Skywalker is being a total badass, and this is what we wanted from uh, this from the Force Awakens. It's just to see Luke Skywalker be Luke Skywalker, be a total badass. That scene we got in the Mandalorian, that's what we wanted in these movies. As we continue, Luke says, Looks like you could use a hand, as he sarcastically utters to Poe. And Poe responds saying, I had them right where I wanted them. As the battle continues, the numbers of the First Order become too strong for the Resistance. On the other side, we see a Stormtrooper storm come to the aid of another Stormtrooper who is about to die. This is pretty much the scene where we see Finn going to the aid of that Stormtrooper and the blood is on his helmet. Finn is going to be a very vital, very important part of this story. As much as the numbers of the First Order are too much for Luke and his team, out comes Kylo Ren. Ren tells them to lower their weapons for el- or else they will open fire on the townspeople, them meaning the Resistance. Luke orders his, his, uh, his team to put a... He puts his lightsaber away and tells his team to stand down. Kylo approaches Luke and says, Luke, how old you have become? I've only grown wiser in my old age, whereas you still have much to learn, my old Padawan. You think you've gained power, but... Your head is filled with lies, Luke says to Kylo. If that's the case, then how come I'm in the one in control, Kylo responds. You're trying to find him, aren't you? You know better than anyone that he won't face me, Kylo. Tell me where he is. Why should I tell you, Luke responds. If you don't, I'll kill them. Come with me and I'll spare their lives, Kylo says. Luke looks at the people and looks at the stormtrooper with the blood all over his helmet and says, I'll go. Kylo responds, says, good, take the pilot. The stormtroopers grab Poe Dameron and bring him with Luke to their ship. Captain Phasma asks for further orders. As Luke and Poe are taken away, Phasma gets the order to open fire on the townspeople of Jakku. Every stormtrooper attacks for the, except for the one, the one that Luke looked at. So even though Kylo Ren said, I'll spare their lives, he's being a dirty bastard and he's lying about it. BB-8 is able to escape and with him is a video message for Han Solo. We'll get into that video message later on. We return to the Star Destroyer where Luke and Poe are taken. Keep this scene where Finn takes off his helmet. The moment he takes his helmet off and he's breathing heavily and he's like, you know, have a, a damn near anxiety attack and, you know, with Captain Phasma, that scene works perfectly. Just keep that there. We come to, ce- uh, we come to the cell where Luke is held. Kylo and Phasma f- and uh, the stormtroopers, two stormtroopers along with... The t- two stormtroopers um, in the cell. Kylo demands to tell Luke where the prison, the person they're looking for is. Luke responds, It's going to take more than your empty threats to get me to do anything. Your mind may be powerful, but your friends isn't, Kylo responds to Luke. Ren orders uh, Finn, let's we'll say it's Finn, and the other stormtrooper to stand guard and not to let, not to let him move a muscle. We then cut to uh, to Kylo going to Poe's cell to try and find where BB-8 is, and we have the same same scene. Poe tries to resist, but ultimately he fails in comparison to Kylo's strength. A First Order officer asks Ren, "Why are you so obsessed with finding this droid and the information it has?" Kylo force chokes him, throws him to a computer system, which all the other members of the board turn all the which all the members on the board turn away from Ren. 
meaning the, the fucking thing explodes. And all the other officers are scared shitless, like, oh, don't ask him. Luke speaks to one of the, s- the stormtroopers in the cell with him and says, I sense much confusion in you. Don't try and trick me, Jedi, the trooper says. I know you don't want to be here. Do you really think I allowed myself to be captured? I'm here for a reason, and that reason is you. What? I sense a strong sense of the force within you. You're trying to trick me, and it won't work. Come on, kid. It doesn't take a Jedi Master to know that you're not where you belong. The force is strong in you, and I can help you unlock it. Enough, Jedi, as the other stormtrooper opens fire. As the blaster fires, it's the other trooper, Finn, who shot down. Finn kills the other stormtrooper who tried to shoot Luke. The trooper removes his helmet and says, and it's as we see it's Finn, and says, I've never wanted to hurt anyone who didn't deserve it. I was taken as a child like so many other troopers. I had no choice. This was... This life was all I knew, and I always wanted out, but I never knew how to escape. I always knew the first order were doing what the first order was doing was wrong, but I had this strong feeling when I saw you on Jakku. I just can't explain it. Luke responds to him and says, Listen to me closely. I can help you. What you are feeling is the force. It lives in all living creatures, and you have a very strong connection with it. Help me get out of here and help me find my friend. And we will, and I will teach you the ways of the Force. The trooper agrees, releases Luke from his chains. They break Poe out of his cell and sneak their way to the landing bay. And as this goes on, just keep the whole thing with Poe and Luke the same. Sorry, Poe and Finn the same. Similar to this, it's just Luke is there along with it. So we we see them go to the landing bay. Luke sneaks his way to get into a Tie Fighter. And Finn and Poe do the same exact thing, same scene, because the the chemistry of Pin and <laughs> Pin, Finn and Poe is there. Oscar Isaac and John Boyega have natural chemistry together, and you need to build upon that. They weren't together that long in the movie, and overall, throughout the entire the entire trilogy, they really weren't sharing a whole lot of screen time to begin with. So build upon that. So they get in. And same thing, you know, like, what's your name? FN2187. What? Uh, FN, I don't like that. FN, huh? Uh, FN, I'm going to call you Finn, huh? You like that? Keep that scene. I love that scene. It's a great scene. As they're escaping, Luke contacts Poe and Finn before he, uh, before their crash, and he needs to con- contact them to return to the, the Resistance base and tells Poe to find BB-8. As a battle happens in the space, ca- in the space Captain Phasma goes out with the, t- with the Tide Troopers to blast down fo- uh, Pin and bleh. Poe and Finn. I'm fucking up here. Phasma knocks down Finn and Poe's TIE Fighter. So what I'm doing here with Captain Phasma is that Phasma was kind of a useless character. You have to give her some kind of Something, something to to make her seem threatening, because she didn't seem threatening at all. If you make her an experienced pilot, if you're, if, if she's like the 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 flying ace of the first order, you know, give her a reason, you know, give her a reason to be threatening, you know, she, you know, it's like, oh, when she's in the sky, people, the resistance better beware, just something. So it's Phasma who's the one who's an expert pilot, and she knocks down the Tie Fighter that that Finn and Poe took away as Luke tries. As Luke goes to back to the resistance base. Now Luke isn't fucking off and letting them crash. 
he had he had already gone away, and he had given Poe orders. I don't want you to get that twisted or anything. We return to Jakku with the same entrance uh, where we see where we meet Ray. Same thing. Um, just you can keep the same thing with Ray as well. You can keep the same way how we introduce her. It was fine how we got introduced to her. Uh, Ray has the potential to be a great character. She just needs better writing. So you'll see what we do here. But a lot of this is going to be very similar. A lot of this, I'm going to say, keep this here, keep this there, because there were elements of this movie that worked, and it just needs to be some things even switched around, like I said. BB-8 and Ray meet the same way, but this time, Finn and Poe are together. Uh, Poe doesn't, you know, get away. Like, we, we never even got an explanation as to how Poe survived. We never even got that. Like, you know, how did the Resistance find him or, or whatever. So... Poe survived. Poe. It doesn't seem like Poe's dead. Poe's alive. So they're wandering the desert. Uh, Finn actually finds Poe's jacket and it wears it to the market where BB-8, where we find BB-8 and Ray. Poe tells me, uh, and the same thing. You know, Ray and and BB-8 are running after after Finn as they're uh, walking around the area in Jakku to try and find BB-8. And they attack Finn and BB-8 is attacked is uh, shocking him, but then Poe comes over and says, tells BB-8, stop, BB-8, stop. And BB-8 is overjoyed to see that Poe is alive and safe. Ray asks Finn and Poe, what's so special about this droid? This droid has a location of, a, of an old rebellion ally. Leia and Luke can only do so much on their own, and we need more people to help. So in this instance, instead of Ray being so attached to Jakku, we're going to make her want to leave Jakku, and we'll explain why in a second. Uh, she wants to search for her family, and she has the desire to explore. If you need numbers in your ranks, I'll join. Poe and Phil look. Uh, Poe and Phil. Poe and Finn look skeptical, and Poe asks what Ray can do. I can handle myself in a fight. Poe and Finn start to laugh a bit as Ray picks up picks a fight with the biggest alien creature there. Grabs her grabs her staff, knocks knocks him down with a few hits, and knocks this motherfucker out. Ray joins the resistance, but the First Order find BB-8. They find BB-8, Poe, and Finn. Uh, and keep the scene with them escaping, where they go to the where they go to the Millennium Falcon, and you know, oh, that's garbage. Oh, the garbage will do. And but this time, Finn is Finn, Poe, and Ray are there because this is the thing you need to do if you're going to establish these three characters as the new group, as the new, you know, Luke, Han, Leia, whatever you want them to be. You need to establish them together as a group, and that's what the original Star Wars movies did. You separated all these characters at some point. You know, sometimes Ray and Finn were together. Sometimes Poe and Finn were together. Ray and Poe didn't have enough screen time together. So, and you separated all of them in the second movie. So, what you do here is you establish these new characters as a group, and these are the guys you need to, the guys and the girl you want to establish. So, we have that. A fun space battle on Jakku happens. Same scene, you know, they go in. Poe is flying the Millennium Falcon. Finn and Ray take the guns, but Poe struggles as. He's without a co-pilot. As the battle heats up, Ray comes to the cockpit in the Falcon. Poe asks, what are you doing here? And, th- and the gun got knocked out. Ray's gun got knocked out. The gun is out. I figured you could use some help. Have you ever flown a ship before? He asks. I'm capable of flying a ship. I've just never flown one this big, Ray says. Finn gets the last TIE fighter as the group escapes Jakku. Poe asks where Ray got her pilot experience. And this is where we get a little bit of backstory on Ray. When I was a little girl... I was separated from my parents, and I was alone for a while, until one day, a Twi'lek woman and her son took me in. 
She was a pilot, and she taught me everything I know about flying. Do you know where she is, Poe asks? No, I haven't seen her in years. We were doing a supply mission, and I got captured on Jakku. I told her to go, and that we'll see each other again one day. So this is where you find out how Rey becomes a good pilot. You can't just make her a good pilot because you say so. You have to give some backstory and you have to give some credibility as to why she's a good pilot. And that's, again, the rather criticism that Ray got as a character. The power goes out in the Falcon and the gang is brought into the tra- tractor beam. Just Again, just like before. And Han and Chewie come in, entering because this scene, scene is nostalgic as fuck and I love it. Most of, the scene stays, most of the scene stays the same. The only thing I would change is that Han knows BB-8 and Poe. That's the only thing I would change. Um, I guess it should probably be that Poe knows what the Millennium Falcon is. Maybe, maybe not. Get to that. Because, <laughs> um, you know, just coming in and Han and Chewie are there and just seeing Han Solo and Chewbacca together and Han goes in, Chewie, we're home. <laughs> so... They find the gang underneath the floorboard, uh, and Han sees Poe. He's like, Poe, BB-8? Poe goes, General Solo. And Finn and Ray together go, you're Han Solo? And then BB-8 makes little noises, because I can't do a BB-8 noise. I haven't seen you since you were a kid, Poe. We have something to show you, General, Poe tells uh, Han Solo. A video message from both Luke and Leia Place. Han... We know you feel guilty about what happened, but we need your help, Luke says. What happened wasn't your fault. The Resistance needs you. Luke needs you. I need you. And so does our son, Leia says. Come home, Han. I love you. And as the video ends, Han just looks down and says, I know. Nice little callback to Empire Strikes Back. The gang explained that the Resistance needs Han's help to fight the First Order, but Han refuses. As a little confused as they are, they're wondering, why is it that we need his help? And Finn jumps in and says, I left the First Order because I was able to finally do something right, and people like Kylo Ren are murdering innocent Pete, but Finn is cut off by Han and says, Don't you dare say that name! The gang are scared by this. Han paces back and forth, sheds a tear as Chewie goes to comfort him. Han explains that Kylo Ren is his and Leia's son. The gang is shocked by this and asks, how is this possible? Well, when a man and a woman love each other very much, I know what you mean. Han told the gang how Luke was training a new generation of Jedi. Kylo trained under Luke and was seduced by the dark side as he was consistently questioned by Luke. Wanting more because he desired more, Luke told him his impatience is his biggest flaw. Kylo then destroyed Luke's temple and killed many of Luke's Jedi. And Han felt guilty because he was the one who insisted that he should go train with Luke. But he, was always a, but he was always wary and he was always afraid that one day the dark side might come calling. After all, he is the grandson of Darth Vader. And that weighed on Han Solo for so long that he left the Resistance. He left Leia. He left his family. And he wandered the galaxy with Chewbacca trying to escape his past. And what happens next? We're on the ship, you know the raptor, the raptors, whatever they're called. You know, same thing. Keep that sh- that thing the same, and the gang goes to see Maz Kanata. Meanwhile, Kylo Ren meets with Snoke. 
Snoke is furious that Luke Skywalker escaped. Ren says that he can handle Skywalker on his own, but Snoke defies him. Snoke force chokes Ren and tells him not to, not to talk to we, not to talk to him, in weakness. Harness your grandfather's power. Harness your grandfather Vader's power. Snoke and Ren spar with lightsabers. Now we're not going to have some kind of projection there. We're actually going to use Snoke here. What they did with Snoke in this movie was a good way of giving a tease of who he is and the mystique and the, and the intrigue is there. So we're really only going to see a taste of Snoke until next time. Don't be weak like your father, he says. Ren leaves and goes to the melted helmet of Vader. Keep that scene too because it, it's, it's very cool and very dark. Snoke tells Kylo to find his Knights of Ren, find Skywalker, and to bring him Finn. Are you even aware that that stormtrooper you had has a strong connection to the Force? If you think you're so powerful. Skywalker sensed the Force in that stormtrooper who helped him escape. But if we bring him back here, he could be a powerful ally, Snoke says. Kylo sends a message to the Knights of Ren and tells him to meet at his coordinates. We return to the gang to look for Maz Instead of her helping BB-8 get to the Resistance and Finn goes off-world, she has vital information on the First Order's next move. Han Solo! Oh, jeez. Hiya, Maz. Same thing. Maz tells the gang the First Order are planning something big. My mole in the Empire is telling me the First Order is planning something Alderaan-level big. Now, we all know what happened to Alderaan. As she's about to explain what happened, stormtroopers are entering the bar. Maz sends them downstairs... We then have a scene where Rey and the lightsaber calls the lightsaber calls to Rey, but instead it calls to Finn. We then see Finn's life flash before his eyes as he grabs as he goes by the lightsaber. Him taking him taken from his family, training in the first order, being held captive, similar to Rey's, but just switch the character. Because Finn to me has the most intrigue of any character of the entire new of the of the new characters we're trying to introduce. You know, he's a rogue stormtrooper. He switched sides. And by the power of the Force, he just left. And maybe you're probably saying, well, I prefer that Finn found that out on his own. Yes. But Luke Skywalker being the one to really solidify that to him, it's it's a big deal. It's always been there in Finn, but he's never had the means to do what he needs to do. Finn is confused. And so Maz says... So he left it for you. What? Finn says. A long time ago, Luke had a vision. A vision where he knew a great conflict was to come and one day someone would come with a strong connection to the Force. I met with him and he gave me his old lightsaber and said, when the time is right, you'll know who to give this to. Finn, that person is you. Finn hesitates at first and in his mind he asks himself, is this what I was meant to do? Right before Finn lights the light, ignites the lightsaber, a blast goes off. The gang runs upstairs as the Republic has been destroyed by the First Order. Keep General Hux's scene because this scene he did in the entire franchise, it's the only good thing he ever did. The First Order, the first order arrive and, and try and capture Rey and the gang. Well, they get Rey and they try to attack the rest of the gang. They're taking, out, taking her outside and see a fleet of fighters outside. Finn lights his lightsaber. Han, Chewie, Poe fight the Stormtroopers and they're able to get Rey out there for a moment of the Stormtroopers' grasp. The gang fight off as much as they can. Also, keep the scene where the stormtrooper, you know, he goes traitor, and Finn fought him. That was pretty cool too. The resistance come from for the backup, and 
as TIE Fighters and X-Wings have a huge battle, but instead of pulling that X-Wing, it's Luke Skywalker. All fighters format around me, Luke says. R2-D2 is there in Luke's X-Wing, and we have a nice little, for all you Super Star Wars fans, copy that, General Skywalker. It's Wedge Antilles. I think I fucked up his name. <laughs> We see Wedge because Wedge was in the was in the hunt was in the uh, the last movie with the Millennium Falcon, so I think it'd be a nice thing. And why wouldn't Wedge fight the Resistance? You know, who knows? As the battle emerges, Resistance force come to the aid of our heroes. Keep the scene with Han and Chewie because with the bowcaster because it's fun, and I like seeing Han Solo have fun. Can I see that? Psh, I like this thing. Also, the Knights of Ren are there, and they just kill and. Fuck up a bunch of resistance members. They're former Jedi, so definitely have them come in and just kill a bunch of people. Make sure from the get-go that the Knights of Ren are nobody to fuck with. And if they're there, oh boy, you're in a big heap of trouble. So you show them that they're a threat. And when they're around, they mean business. And we're going to keep the rest of this scene very similar, but Finn is, con is con uh, confronted by Kylo Ren and the Knights of Ren. Ray tries to help, but Kylo and the Knights are able to p overpower her. Overpower, uh, they're too powerful for Ray and Finn. Ray is taken by Kylo in the First Order. Han sees Kylo take Ray and helps Finn get back up. Again, very similar. We have Ray get captured. Leia's introduction to the movie, uh, other than the video, stays the same, along with three P C3PO because that was very funny. Uh, it's like my word, it's Han Solo. You probably didn't recognize me with the red arm. I. Oh, this is awkward. And he walks away. <laughs> um, Chewbacca hugs Leia. And, you know, you know, same thing like new jacket. No, no, it's the same jacket. Mm. And as they go on and Han says, Leia, I saw him. I saw our son. So we return to the interrogation room and the Star Destroyer where Rey is being held captive. This scene can be similar, but it's. But just like Luke sensed something in Finn, Kylo senses something in Rey. Kylo says to her, I sense something in you. A desire to find your family. Where they where they went. What happened to them? Rey responds saying, you don't know anything about me. You're a murderer and torture people for your own twisted satisf satisfaction. I do what must be done. The first order is the way things should be. The people who believe in the archaic ways of the Republic and the Jedi are fools. I've achieved more than Skywalker ever could. I have surpassed him. You betrayed your fam... Rey, as she quickly cut off by, by Ren and screams, I have no family! As Ren shouts, the entire room shakes, computer systems failing, sparking, sparks flying as his rage continues to grow, igniting his lightsaber and destroying everything. Family is for the weak. Skywalker and Solo just held me back from my true potential. What do you want with me exactly, Ray? asked Kylo Ren. With you here, they will come to me, and I will have them right where I want them. Kylo turns on his lightsaber and points at Ray. And when they arrive, my revenge will be complete. Back at the Resistance base, the Resistance are formulating their plan to rescue Ray. We keep a similar plot to how to take down Starkiller base. Luke and Finn meet again as Luke sees Finn holding Luke's lightsaber. You left this for me? And Luke responds, A long time ago I lost that lightsaber. I had come to peace when I went back to Bespin to look for it, and Ugnot had ended up finding it as my friend Lando gave it to me after we blew up the second Death Star. 
When I grabbed the saber from him, I had a vision where I saw you, Finn. My father once was once considered to be the chosen one and to bring balance back to the Force. But as time goes on, balance can only stay for so long. It's not often we find beings such as yourself to have such a strong connection with the Force. Tell me something, Finn. How did you feel when you held that saber in your hand? Finn responds to Luke saying, It's like it's like what I was it's what I was meant to do. Like it's my true calling. I heard voices speaking to me. Voices that I didn't even know were there, but they felt like they wanted to help me. Then it is true, Luke says. What is? Finn responds. Not too long after my vision, I was visited by my old Jedi masters. I thought you said the Jedi were gone before you. You got, you'll learn, kid, one step at a time. And then Poe shouts, Finn, General Skywalker, General Ghana wants to see you both. Finn and Luke approach Leia. This is the one, Leia, the one who we were meant to find. I've heard about your story, risking everything to save my brother and Poe. We are so thankful, Leia says. Thank you, General, but my friend has been taken, and we are aware of the situation, and we're doing everything we can to try and get her back. Han enters with Maz Kanata. Leia, you're going to want to see this, Han says. We keep Finn's info on Starkiller Base and the gag later on, too. A bit of a spoiler. Um, the They're planning to try and blow up Starkiller Base. This can be very similar to the original movie. This is one of the few things actually we liked and worked well with the movie. Um, and they try and rescue Rey. We cut to Leia as Han approaches her. Keep the scene where Leia tells Han to bring their son home. You know, Luke's a Jedi. You're his father. And Luke enters the frame. As Han sees him, he goes, Well, here we go again, kid. We're not kids anymore, Han, Luke says. We're a long way from when you and the old man came to me and Chewie to save Leia, Han says. Chewie enters, roaring and Wookiee. <laughs> R2 and C-3PO come in. R2 makes his noises and C-3PO says, I agree, R2. It is wonderful to have us all together again. So, what this is here is this is a moment, a nostalgia moment, where we get all of our favorite characters, the original gang, together again. Han, Luke, Leia, C-3PO, R2-D2, Chewbacca, all in the same frame. Now, I know Lando's not here, but honestly, I don't think Lando necessarily needed to be here. This was meant to be about our favorite characters. This was meant to be, like, this is the nostalgia moment that we want. This is the nostalgia that we need as far as, like, just give them one little moment. One little moment where they're all together in the same scene. It, it, it's, it's just, it's for like a few minutes and that's it. And they're reminiscing on their battles and now <laughs> they're getting, they're, they're older and they're still in the same thing. Han even saying, <sighs> we're getting too old for this shit, kid. Throw a shit in there. It's a PG-13 movie. As they all reminisce, they all look at each other and Leia shouts, all right, everyone, battle positions. We've got a friend to save and a space station to blow up. We cut to Ray. We keep the scene with the stormtrooper, where we're seeing, uh, we're setting something up for Ray down the line. Trust me in this; it'll be worth it. Kylo is freaking out and destroys shit. We also keep that where he's freaking the fuck out. The team in the air is led by Poe, while Han, Finn, Luke, and Chewie are on the ground. The team in the air is trying to buy time for the gang on the ground. 
Target the Tower post says, copyright leader says Wedge. There, you know, the hits don't do much. You know, there really isn't any damage. I know, but we have to buy time for our friends down there. Because we need all the time they can get so they can plant the explosives. Once that sun is down, it's all over from here. So, we cut the Chewie, Han, Luke, and Finn on the ground. And Han asks Finn what he did for Finn. Finn says sanitation. It's, 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 I liked, I thought this was funny. I thought we could keep this. And it's like, you what? Sanitation? Like, look, I know the area, okay? Just because I was working sanitation doesn't mean that I don't know anything. We got this. Exactly how do we got this? We use the force, Finn says. That's not how the force works, Luke says. Han rolls his eyes and just says, I've got a bad feeling about this. Ray finds the gang as they have entered Starkiller base. Ray finally meets Luke, but Luke has a concerning look on his face when he sees Ray and Finn are together. And Ray's uh, Finn is almost uh, Luke rather is almost in a trance. Luke introduces himself to Ray. We still have a job to do, remember? Han says. Luke, you stay low. Chewie, you go high. Ray and Finn, you go outside. Stick together. They plant the rest of the bombs as they enter uh, the main hangar area, you know, with the, the long walkway. As Kylo Ren enters the main area and senses the gang, Kylo t- orders them to find them. And we see Kylo Ren walk on this bridge. Han Solo screams for his son, Ben! Now I might get some flack for this. I might get some flack for this. But I'm keeping Han Solo dying in the movie, in the in this rewrite. I know some of you may not like this, but this, I think, was a good way to establish Kylo Ren as a real shithead, as a real bastard, and really, really hate him. You know? The scene happens as Han is killed by his own son. Luke senses this and is running to try and get there before Kylo can even do anything. And saves Han, but it's too late. After Kylo is... We keep that scene, you know. I, I, I know what I have to do, but I don't have the strength to do it. You know, stabs in the lightsaber. Thank you. And, but Han's body doesn't fall into the pit. Han's body just falls back into the bridge. Luke runs over and holds his best friend's body as he's in tears and agony. Back of the resistance base, Leia feels Han's death within the Force, and she is heartbroken. Chewie, Finn, and Ray join Luke, and Luke says. Get his body back to the Falcon. Luke tells the gang to go with Chewie, but Finn goes after Luke and tells Ray to go with Chewie. Finn has no idea. Luke has no idea that Finn is doing this. Luke finds Kylo and confronts him. How could you, Ben? That was your father. As Luke is holding back his anger and his frustration and his sorrow, Kylo screams at him and says, "He sent me to you because he didn't want to deal with me." And neither of you were going to get in my way of my destiny. You think you have power, Ben. But you are blinded by hate, rage, and fear. The dark side has clouded your mind. That's where you're wrong, Master. The dark side has opened my eyes. The lies... Has opened my eyes to the lies I've been fed by you and my so-called father. Your father wasn't a perfect man. But he loved you. Kylo leaped 
leaps at Luke and they fight. The battle is fairly matched as Luke is able to have one step ahead of Kylo just slightly. Finn arrives and wants to help Luke as he lights his lightsaber to go after Kylo. Luke, Luke shouts, No Finn! As Kylo is able to, dis that one distraction pushes Luke with the force and, and knocks him down. Kylo and Finn fight, but Finn, but Finn is at a clear disadvantage. Finn is able to get a few hits, but is unable to conjure the force to, and is able to conjure the force to push Kylo. But ultimately, he is no match for Ren. You think you're a match for me, Kylo Ren says. I can't remember my parents' faces or the sound of their voices. I was taken from the only family I knew, and I don't know where they are. I don't know if they're alive or dead. And you have your parents still here. You have your father who is trying to bring you home. And you kill him. And Ren responds saying, It's not my problem you got too attached to a man who you never should have considered a father figure. Finn strikes towards Kylo, but Kylo takes advantage of his anger as they are pushing each other. With the lightsabers locked against each other, one trying to get advantage over the other. And Kylo says... You do have a strong connection with the Force, but you need a teacher. I can show you the ways. That old man over there isn't going to show you anything. Nothing that would lead you to the true power and potential. I can show you the ways of the Force. But Kylo, Kylo is trying to convince Finn. He backs off and goes to strike, goes to strike Kylo again. Kylo blocks. And we keep that little scene where Kylo is able to get those sides of the lightsaber into Finn's chest. Do some real damage on him. Kylo is able to force push Finn into a tree and he's knocked out. The battle continues as Luke gets up and he fights the rest for Kylo. He fights against Kylo. In the end, Luke defeats Kylo, but, is, but Kylo is just barely able to escape with the help of Captain Phasma. Luke picks up Finn and the Falcon arrives. We return to the rebel base and a funeral service is had for Han Solo. Luke delivers a eulogy. Today, we lost a smuggler, a pilot, a general, a friend, a brother, and a father. Han was someone that changed my life forever. A man who risked everything for the ones he loved, even though that's not who he was in the beginning when I met him. Someone who was once so selfish was able to turn a new leaf. With war comes loss, pain, and suffering. Han was lost from our resistance family for a long time, but in the end he came back home. He will live in our hearts forever and has become one with the Force. It's in these sad times that we remember our loved ones will always be with you through the Force. The Force will be with you. Always. Han's body is cremated as the Force, the force theme plays on. And in this particular instance, I tried to play up on the real thing that Han Solo didn't want to do the movie unless Han... Sorry, Harrison Ford didn't want to do the movie unless Han Solo was killed. So, trying to do with a little more of a real-life thing, you can get away with Mark Hamill being all these movies. Han Solo, not so much. At least we got that nostalgia. At least we got that there. Finn is sitting watching the sun as Poe and Rey approach him, and they all hug. It was just a group of random strangers have become friends fighting for the resistance. Luke approaches Finn and says, I understand why you came to me, but your anger clouded your judgment, Finn. 
Kylo was too strong for you. Luke, I couldn't have just stayed back and done nothing. You said I meant for more than this, and now I'm ready to take this on. Be what I was meant to be, a Jedi. But I don't understand why he turned to the dark side. Many of us don't. Han was scared that Kyle, that Ben would end up like my my grand like his grandfather, my father, Darth Vader. In the end my father saw the light and he sacrificed himself to save my life. Ben is lost. And I don't know if he'll ever come home. I don't know, Luke. I kind of feel like maybe we could still bring him home one day. Maybe. I get the feeling there's still some good in him left. We'll have to wait and see for that. But this is what I want to do. This is my calling now. I was meant to be a Jedi. And I will stop the First Order. Whatever it takes. Well then, let's go. Where are we going? Finn asked. Start your training, my young Padawan. The movie ends with Luke training Finn to become a Jedi Knight. The end. Now, some of you may have liked that. Some of you may have been like, what the hell? Listen, all due time, my friends. If you were paying attention closely, I set up something for just about every character. Maybe I didn't get through everything thoroughly, but after re-watching The Force Awakens, I tried to keep things close to it, but to also give a different story, a better story. You know, we established Finn as the main protagonist. Rey can still be a great character, but there's something off about her. There's something about her that Kylo sensed, but Luke looks concerned. There's something we don't know about Rey, and there's something that Luke knows that he's not telling us yet. Poe Dameron, he's been fighting with the Resistance, and he's a trusted ally of Leia and Luke. Because why wouldn't Luke Skywalker be fighting with the Resistance? Why wouldn't he? Because even though Han Solo feels guilty because he sent his son to go with Luke, I feel like his father would feel more guilty than his uncle. Which led him to do a depression, led him to wander the galaxy and try to repress his memories. Kylo Ren, he's just a dick. He's just a straight up dickhead. And that's kind of, you know, I kind of kept things the same with Kylo Ren. But at the same time, I changed a few things here and there. I think Finn as the main protagonist is a much more interesting story. He has everything there. And we had to keep, we had to establish Poe, Finn, and Rey as a unit together, as a group together. Because if I'm trying to buy these guys as a group, I'm not gonna buy it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna think, oh well, in the third movie, oh well, I guess so. Because no, you have to establish these guys as characters. You have to establish them as that. Because if they're gonna hold on to this franchise for years to come, that's what you need to do. So anyway, that is my rewrite of Star Wars The Force Awakens. Hope you all enjoyed it. Hope you really liked it. It took a long it took me a while to work on this, but trust me, more things are to come. 
more characters are to come to return more is to come with these rewrites i don't know when i'll be able to get the last jedi rewrite or the rise of skywalker rewrite but now i've laid the foundation so thank you all so much for listening to this episode of fan speculation please be sure to be following us on twitter at fan speculation please be sure to be following us on instagram at fan speculation underscore pod thank you all so much for listening i've been cj parmasano and we'll see you next time